Hello everyone, my name is Joe West, I'm one of the founders of the Northern Break Horror Podcast channel. For the most part, the podcast has just been my work, which I'll write and produce and get all my lovely friends to help me out with, but I thought I'd do something a little bit differently. When I was in school, uh, they took us down to London on a school trip, and I was lucky enough to see The Woman in Black. It is a play by a man called Stephen Maltrat, and he adapted it from the short story by Susan Hill. And uh, it was made into a film with Daniel Radcliffe in 2012. The idea behind this story is Arthur Kipps is this man who's had this horrible, terrifying encounter with the woman in black. So he hires an actor to help him perform the story to his family and friends so he can get the story out there and hopefully lift the curse that he believes has been put on him. The monologue you're about to hear comes from the top of the show. It's Arthur Kipps recounting the event that reminded him of his trauma with the woman in black and set him on his journey to get this story retold. So I hope you like hearing someone else's writing for a change. The monologue doesn't have a name, so for now I'll just say this is The Woman in Black, written by Stephen Maltrat and performed by Joe West. It was 9.30 on Christmas Eve. As I opened my front door and stepped out, I smelled at once, and with a lightning heart, that there had been a change in the weather. All the previous week we had had this thin, chilling rain and a mist that lay low about the house and over the countryside. My spirits have, for many years, been excessively affected by the weather. But now the dampness and fogs had stolen away like thieves into the night, and the sky was pricked over with stars and the full moon rimmed with a halo of frost. Upstairs, three children slept with stockings tied to their bedposts. There was something in the air that night. That my peace of mind was about to be disturbed and memories awakened that I thought forever dead, I had, naturally, no idea. That I should ever again renew my acquaintance with mortal dread and terror of spirit would have seemed, at that moment, impossible. I took a last look at the frosty darkness, sighed contentedly, and went in to the happy company of my family. At the far end of the room stood the tree, candlelit and bedecked, and beneath it were presents. There were vases of white chrysanthemums, and in the centre of the room a pyramid of gilded fruit and a bowl of oranges stuck all about with cloves, their spicy scent filling the air and mingling with the wood smoke to be the very aroma of Christmas. I became aware that I had interrupted the others in the midst of a lively conversation. We're telling ghost stories. Just the thing for Christmas Eve. And so they were, vying with each other to tell the horridest, most spine-chilling tales. They told of dripping stone walls and uninhabited castles, and of ivy-clad monastery ruins by moonlight, of locked-inner rooms and secret dungeons, dark charnel houses of overgrown graveyards, and of howlings and shriekings and groanings and scuttlings. This was a sport, a high-spirited and harmless game amongst young people. There was nothing to torment and trouble me, nothing of which I could possibly disapprove. I didn't want to seem like a killjoy, all stodgy and unimaginative, so I turned my head away so that none of them could see my discomfiture. And now it's your turn, one of them pointed. Oh no, I said, nothing from me. But you must know at least one ghost story. Everyone knows one. Ah yes, yes indeed. All this time I had been listening to their ghoulish, lurid inventions, the one thought that had been in my mind, the only thing I could have said was, no, you have none of you any idea. This is all nonsense and fantasy, it's not like this. Nothing so blood-curdling or decrepit or crude, not so 
laughable. The truth is quite other and altogether more terrible. I'm so sorry to disappoint you, I said, but I have no story to tell, and went quickly from the room and from the house. I walked in a frenzy of agitation, my heart pounding, my breathing short. I had always known in my heart that the experience would never leave me, that it was woven into my very fibres. Yes, I had a story. A true story. A story of haunting and evil, fear and confusion, horror and tragedy. The story of the woman in black. But it was not a story to be told around the fireside on Christmas Eve. 